What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're at least, I mean, we started in what, 2017? So we're at least at 10K for sure on our in our database. Wow, 10,000 drivers in your database? Yeah. I try to do a good fit is what I call, but I also always tell them all the time, I can't be a genie in a bottle. In a month's time, in a month's time, seriously, um, 10,000 easily um, making, you know, getting driver's jobs. And I have passion with it. Turn my mic up. For you. Take this. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam, we are back with another episode today. Today, I have some special guests in the building with me. I have Ashley Thomas of Supreme Driver Recruiting and Freight Brokerage. And I'm also joined by one of her top recruiters, Tay. Hey guys, how are you guys doing, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh man, you know, another day, another dollar, man. Just, just, just hustling. You know, how, how's it going All out right. there in 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 Dallas? Going good. It's good. It's good. It's blessed. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Supreme driver recruiting out of DFW area. Um, we're gonna get into the story. We haven't touched on driver recruiting yet. You know, this is a a, a very important topic. I think. Uh, Finding good drivers is something that plagues plagues the trucking industry, right? It's very difficult to find good drivers, whether you're a small carrier or a large carrier. So Supreme Driver Recruiting is doing just that. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys, you know, number one, about your business model. You know, obviously how you got into business, how you got your business started, how you do your business, you know. And then I also want to get into some tips and tricks that could probably, you know, help others who are working on doing some recruiting for themselves. How 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 does that sound? Does that sound cool? Sound good. Let's get it. All right, let's All right. get it. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go. So Ashley, let's start with you. Um, let's get into your story. You know, I like to definitely get into my my guest backstory, kind of find out how they got into the industry. Talk about it. Where, where are you from? I just now kind of uh, blew it up a little bit. Dallas. Are you born and raised in Dallas? Tell me a little bit about your backstory. No, no. Born and raised in Arlington, Texas. So I'm in the DFW uh, area. Um, and, and pretty much how I got started, you know, I had a friend of mine come to me with a crazy idea. You know, I'm working at a call center. That's my background sales. Um, I'm selling home security, you know, of the phone. He comes to me. He says, Ashley, let's 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 buy a truck. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? And so long story short, I, I, I went to my great grandma. She's 89. That's my mother, basically. She invested in a crazy idea. So we bought, you know, two freight liners. So that's how I got into the industry. Quit the job. You know, we leased the trucks on to uh, a sand hauling company at a mid. And so, I mean, it, I mean, it was hell. You know what I mean? Going going through all of that, especially being in a predominantly male industry, you know, and I'm, and I'm this little old me and I'm, you know, hiring these people and all this kind of stuff. So I've had my truck stolen three times, you know, I I went through it. Um, But if I would have a driver quit, I would get another one in there within 24 hours. And so I got a phone call from the owner of the oil field company. He like, Hey, is this Ashley? I'm like, yeah, who, who are you? You know? And he said, you know, you run for my company. So that was, that was, already awkward, you know, for him to be calling me. And so um, he basically says, hey, how are you getting these people in in your truck so fast? You know, I got 50 trucks over here sitting. And so after that, he hired me, put me on salary, and that's where I got my experience. Okay, got you. Okay, so you bought two trucks, just kind of like off the cuff. What gave you the confidence to just jump into the trucking game like that? I mean, I know it was an idea. It sounded good. Your friend said, hey, let's buy a truck. Where did, <laughs> where did that idea come from? First of all, what, what, what gave them that idea to begin with? And then what gave you the confidence to think you could actually go ahead and, and, and do it? Talk about that a little bit. Well, he was a truck driver, first off, you know, we, we were really good friends. And um, 
I've always been a hustler. That's just who I am. You know, any industry that I get into, I want to sit by the best and learn by the best, put my own swag to it and take off from there. So that's just my personality. I I try to uh, dominate and execute in anything that I do. So that that's the confidence Uh, faith, of course, you know, faith. It was scary, you know, jumping out there, leaving your, your guaranteed income. You know what I mean? And then going through all the the hurdles and stuff in the trucking game. But you know how drivers can be. You know, they'll leave your shit way in the, in Arkansas. You know what I mean? And right. I, I mean, it was, but I have a passion for helping people, gotcha. you know, and we're providing jobs. So it's, 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 I love what we do. Did, did you quit your job right away when you got your trucks? When my truck got stolen, brand new off the lot, <laughs> brand new off the lot. I quit that day. I quit. That okay, day. so so you quit the day your truck got stolen. What made yeah. you quit? That, to, to, if if I was you, I would have said maybe I need to stay at this job. My truck just got stolen. What made you Mm-mm. quit instead of in, in, instead of uh, instead of going forward? What made you keep on going forward? I had to. I mean, that was a fifty thousand dollar truck. I had okay. to. You know, me and okay. my grandma done invested everything in this, and okay. you know, I, I couldn't let her down like that. I couldn't let her down like that. So I had to. But the first driver we got from the Texas Workforce Commission, which is the unemployment office, you know, I'm all happy. The truck is is purchased. It's still sitting on a lot. So I hired him. And, you know, I didn't do the due diligence now that our company does behind these drivers before we place these drivers in these people's trucks. You see what I'm saying? So that was a major learning curve. And so when the driver got in the truck, I called to see if he done made his orientation. Baby, this man done stole this truck. He is gone. So when we found Oh, wow. It, yeah. <laughs> so so it was actually your, this was supposed to be your driver who stole the yes, truck. Yes, yes. Brand new. Oh, my God. Lot. And so me trying to go to work and talk to these people over the phone, I'm thinking about this truck. You know, okay. I, I can't do this. I, I got to go. Hey, it's been a good four years here at the security place, but but I got to go. You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. I can't be on the phone with the detectives and do this and do that. So when we found the truck, it was in the hood in Dallas and it was sitting on like some weird looking like dummy spare tires or something like that. So, yeah. So, so basically that's, that's how that happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so basically you, you hired this guy, you said you got him from uh, the Texas workforce, basically yeah. unemployment. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he had obviously the credentials to drive a truck. He had a CDL, but obviously he didn't have the best character. Mm-hmm. So he came in, he took your truck. What, what, what happens next? Continue <laughs> with the story. What happens after that? Okay. So we finally found the truck probably a month later. Had to get all brand new tires, you know, thank God for insurance. And and, and I put it back out there, you know, let's, okay. let's run it again. Um, so I learned how to put the tracker on the trucks. Uh, shout out to Rhino Fleet Tracking, who makes this so much easier and makes you at peace. And so I found another driver out of my city. He was a recommendation. Oh, my goodness, y'all. This is crazy. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm I'm feeding his kids. I'm making sure him and his girlfriend have a hotel to live in. I'm giving him a great job opportunity. I look on a tracker. You know, he's been working for me for about two weeks. I look on a tracker. He's supposed to be in Louisiana in the oil field. I look up and he, this fool is at, you know, in Fort Worth. Okay. So I had to pull up on him. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of kept happening until, um, you know, I figured out. It's other ways you can screen these people. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I'm so passionate with what we do, because I want to make sure that these carriers are successful because nobody wants to go through what I went through. But I went through it for a reason. You see what I'm saying? Understood. So basically, you were solving your own problem by creating Supreme Driver Recruiting. You had issues with multiple drivers getting Mm -hmm. started. And you saw that there were some things that you were not doing, you know, in that onboarding process or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be that you had to kind of change to finally master in hiring the recruiting process. And I had to, I was forced to turn it into a business. You know what I mean? I would have people just from word of mouth calling, Hey, can you give me a driver? Can you give me a driver? So it got so overwhelming. Like I'm I'm just like, Lord, okay, if this is what you want me to do, give me a sign. He gave me a sign and night. He gave me a dream. So I had, I was forced to turn it into a business with the high volume that was coming through. 
Okay, cool. So you got good at finding drivers. So talk about it. What what was different? What did you start doing differently? You know, that was starting to get get you better results than as compared to what you were doing before that was getting you the negative results you were getting. Well, I tell you, verification of employment says it all. You know what I mean? You need to call and do your due diligence on these people. You need to pull background checks. You have to do that stuff. You know what I mean? You want to talk to the companies to see what type of driver they were, what was the positives and the negatives on them. And these these people will tell you. But what I've noticed is with these smaller carriers, even if they're paying, they could be paying their driver a dollar a mile. You see what I'm saying? But they're a small carrier starting out versus a J.B. Hunt. You see what I'm saying? So these drivers, they have more respect for these large carriers than they do smaller carriers. So you have to put certain things in in contracts and stuff like that, because when you put stuff in contract and writing and let them know, hey, you do this, this is the consequence of that. And it is what it is. If you let them know, hey, you're going to put something on their PSP report, you know, as a small carrier, you just have to move a little different. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. All right, guys. Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now let's get back to the show. Cool. So we also have one of your top recruiters on the line, Tay. So Tay, so talk to me about uh, some driver recruiting, some 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 tips and tricks for the audience. You know, it, it, there is an art to recruiting drivers, to finding the right drivers for the right dr- job. In your experience, what have you found is the best practice to, to doing that? Um, really, what I have found out was the best is really uh, prayer. Because um, <laughs> I know you laugh. I know you laugh, right? Because you don't want to get, you don't want to represent, you know, the company that I w- work for in any other way with um, integrity and character. And they're ho- highly, of course, putting you on a high pedestal saying, okay, then you're bringing this driver and God forbid that you send the wrong type of person. So I know it sounds crazy and I know it it was a laugh, but I promise you prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, I have gotten resumes from people and I've gotten resumes from no people. And I've listened to the drivers. I've listened to their concern. I can hear when a person is hungry and I can hear when a person is just, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, another person that floats from one job to another. And that's not what I'm trying to do with a person that I'm trying to set up with a small carrier. I really want to get them someone who wants to stay and really grow with the company. And that's what they're looking for. I try to do a good fit is what I call. But I also always tell them all the time, I can't be a genie in a bottle. I can't give you everything you're looking for, but I will try to give you as much as I can. Um, I, I don't try to just always see what the client want, but I also got to make sure that it fits the driver as well. So um, hearing and listening at what the person is wanting and asking, and also, why are you leaving the last place? Because whatever the reason is that they're leaving the last place, you don't want them to leave your place. Mm. And so I build a rapport with the driver. I, uh, I'm not saying that I get all personal because I, I am truly a professional individual that, my, that do what I need to do. I do my due diligence, but it's just the way that you handle it. Um, I talk to my drivers. They gain respect for me. When I ask them to send in the um, credentials that they need, they do it. Um, and I'm really more of a militant individual. I haven't been in the military, but my mom definitely was. She wasn't, but she was, you know, it's that type of mom I had. Gotcha. And um, I just am a firm believer, you know, um, when you get your things in, that also shows um, how, hey, I'm ready to work. You know, uh, when they lag and drag their feet, you know what I'm saying? It's like, are you really ready to work? And that shows a, a, a sign of, Okay, then is this person really ready for this or they got other eyes in the fire, so to speak, because it is a big, you know, um, industry out there. So a driver can quit the day and honestly start another job today. But don't let the grass seem like it's greener because it always have a higher water bill. And people don't realize that, you know, that other side, you know, that that recruiter is trying to sell you. And, you know, I try what, 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 what a lot of people love about me is I'm very honest. I'm very honest and I'm very, you know, candid about what the position um, holds. 
Are you going to be able to do the 48 states? Are you going to be able to be out two to three weeks at a time? You know, no, nah, that ain't that ain't no fit for me. Are you going to work, you know, Monday through Friday? And is it only you want weekends off? So hear what the driver is wanting. And then you don't run into those problems. That's that's the best answer I can give you. Got you. Are you guys recruiting for more local jobs or uh, more OTR positions? We rarely have local jobs. <laughs> rarely. Right. right. Um, we get some here and there, but I mean, uh, you know, we don't just cater towards the, the big companies. And we have some really large carriers, but we want to cater towards the, the smaller companies as well. And, you know, when they're usually getting in the game, they're not starting out local. It's usually regional or OTR is what we go after, is what, what the need is for, because they don't want to do it anymore. You know, a lot of drivers, they just want local. That's it. Got you. Got you. What about initial outreach to attract drivers? Um, you know, what 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 means and what methods are you guys using? If you could share um, to kind of help help the audience, people who are trying to recruit drivers, what, what ways are you getting drivers attention? We have a, a, you know, a following and we get into these groups and stuff. I mean, social media is, is the best way to go. At the end of the day, you build your relationship. These drivers are hearing about you word of mouth. We uh, hit up we hit up the, you know, the workforce commissions and stuff like that. We also will utilize Instagram. Just social media is the main place. I encourage if, if you have a small trucking company or you're just starting out, I encourage to get in as many CDL driver groups as possible to owner operators, to, to freight agents, all that kind of stuff, because you never know who you're going to run across. And so that's, got, that's where our audience comes from. Do you guys use paid ads at all? Not at this time. So you've been able to get all your drivers through just social media and word of mouth? At this time, yeah. And then, of course, you know, you utilize Indeed and stuff like that. Indeed. But you can do, do uh, yeah. advertisements that you don't have to pay for on there. Okay, got you. Is there any particular type of um, key uh, things that you point out as far as verbiage, like when you're when you're trying to market to a driver, what what are the key points that people should make sure that they're that they're talking about that they're that they're showing in their in their ads for recruiting? What I, what I would actually say is uh, when you actually recruit and you're putting out postings, put down of course the area that you're looking for. Um, for example, if you're in the Dallas area, make sure that you want your drivers to be in the Dallas area because you don't want to have to play, pay for flights and um, any type of travel engagements that you'll have to do. That's one thing. You want to make sure every driver wants to get paid, obviously. So you want to make sure you put the rate. Um, putting the miles out there, load information, that's fine. But give them a range weekly what they're going to be making because Every driver wants to know weekly, okay, then, well, I ain't fixing to leave where I'm at if I'm already making this amount. So make sure you put the weekly rate. Also, home time. That's the key things that you want to make sure you put. The area, you want to make sure, is it going to, and also where you are, um, is it going to be 48 states? Is it going to be local? So when I put an ad out, I'm definitely targeting so I can be very direct so the driver will know, okay, then this is something that I'm interested in. Um, it's going to be a local job. It's getting paid about fifteen to sixteen hundred a week. It's going to be Monday through Friday. I have Saturday and Sundays off, so I can have my hours, and I'm within my um, hours of service, so I don't run over. And um, that's really the main things that you really want to hit. That's it. Got you. Rough, roughly, how many drivers do you guys have in your in your driver pool now that you can tap into? We're at least, I mean, we started in what, 2017. So we're at least at 10K for sure on our, in our database. Wow. 10,000 drivers in your database. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that That's awesome. So of that 10,000, like how many placements have you guys actually had? We've had a lot of, a lot of placements because we have ongoing um, accounts. You see okay. what I'm saying? Like we just got the Dollar General account. You know, okay. they're needing a thousand drivers. So what I do is I put um, a certain certain group of recruiters on that account and they just get hires all the time. You see what I'm saying? It's an ongoing okay. contract. So so these drivers are basically working directly for do- Dollar General, but they're coming through through uh, Supreme. Exactly. So we're not a temp service. We don't we want to um, provide great great service to the, to the driver, free service. You know, we're not taking out of their sign on bonuses. We're not taking out of their, uh, 
we're not taken out of their pay. We're not taken out of anything. You know, it's a, we're a free service to, to the driver. Got you. How are you able to uh, connect and network with uh, large, uh, you know, big box retailers like a Dollar General? How, how do you how do you do that? <laughs> It ain't nothing but God. I'm telling you, people, you got to get more, more prayer, more prayer, yes, more prayer. That's the name of the game. But our, our presence is, is pretty big on um on LinkedIn. And so they're just seeing what we're doing. And once you get once you finally land your first big contract, you know, like with a large carrier, like like Cam is one of our carriers, you know, okay. they talk. You know what I mean? Different. OK. Different companies talk like, hey, we're, you know, it's an 800 to a million driver shortage right now, you know, and and people are paying, I've seen 65, 70 cents a mile to keep their driver at this point. And so, yeah, they they talk and, hey, we're getting our drivers for some premium driver recruiting. You might want to holler at them. You know what I mean? So it just goes from word of mouth. And so now large carriers are reaching out to us instead of vice versa. Got you. Can you talk to me a little bit about the business model, like how things work as far as when, you know, from the from the recruiting the driver to placing? Can you just kind of give people an idea of how things work in your business model? Okay, yeah. Um, Well, we get calls all day. So usually when it when it when we get a call, you know, they let us know what what their needs are or they go to the website, fill out the information under I need a qualified driver tab. And that's Supreme Driver Recruiting dot com. Um, and so from there, you know, after we find out what what their needs are, um, they are hooked up with a recruiting specialist that will be dedicated to working with them personally until the direct placement is is filled. So we like to be with with the company every step of the way. Um, we ask for seven business days, you know, to get the, the job done for them. But, you know, it, it usually we usually get it done a lot quicker than that. But we ask for that that seven day. Um, and so once the driver is placed, um, since I have been a carrier, you know what I mean? I, I kind of see from a different from their perspective as well and what they need to be as far as success. And so we offer them a 15 our smaller carriers. Now we give them a 15 day guarantee on the driver. So if the driver quits or, you know, leaves as, as long as it wasn't due to negligence of their, you know, the carrier and we'll replace that driver at absolutely no cost. Okay, got you. So that uh, so a smaller carrier or the larger carrier, are they paying like the same fee to get a driver? How does that work? Well, I mean, you know, you got different types of drivers. You know, it's harder to find a driver that that's going to be over the road, has to do flatbed and park. You see okay. what I'm saying? So it's different. It, it's it's different finding a pneumatic driver for the oil field that knows how to blow off sand on a pneumatic trailer. You know what I mean? So our prices range from fifteen hundred all the way to five thousand dollars because we do get owner operators for companies as well. Okay. Okay. So it it ranges. Yeah. Got you. Um, so how, how, how is it just on a day to day working with all these drivers? You have a large network of drivers. Tell mm-hmm. me about the day to day and dealing with all these different personalities, all these different drivers looking for work. Talk to me about that a little bit. Well, and see, this is why, cause we're overloaded. So this is why the call center will be open on first, the actual okay. building. So, um, we want to be able to, to service everybody, you know, from the truck driver to the truck, to the trucking companies. To the agents, we want everybody to be able to 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 get a supreme ex- experience. And so we have our everyone works from home right now. Um, we have um, high call volume right now, not so much from drivers, but from companies right now. Okay. But okay. you know, a lot of the drivers know me personally, so they know they can call and chop it up with me. You know, this this really isn't a corporate type of business. They want somebody that's gonna be real with them and relate to them and actually, you know, give a damn about their situation. And so we're we are very different from when you call into like a JB Hunt and, and see if you can get a job. You know, it's not that experience. We want most of our drivers, they come back. They come back to so from the time I open my eyes, it's, it's go, it's get it. Because my <laughs> phone don't stop ringing, Tay's phone doesn't stop ringing. You know, it's we, we got to get it. So we try to give everybody a, su- a supreme experience, no matter if they're the driver or, or the company. I like that. The supreme experience. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so what 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 do the carriers um, 
require from you when you're when you when you sign on a carrier like a Dollar General? What 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 are, do they have any requirements for you as a business, or they're just saying, hey, just get us some drivers. However, you got to do it. Like, are they do they have certain type of criteria that they look for in these drivers? Yeah. Talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah, well, they actually don't drop the contract. They they sign the supreme contract. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah, they you, sign our you, contract. You, got, you, you guys make the rules, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sign our contract. Now we go for everything that they want. Each carrier that tells us exactly what they want from where they want the driver to live, you know, as far as the hiring area, um, the experience, certifications, if if any, that the age, you know, we we go through all of that. They send us all of the information, what type of equipment they have, if it's dropping drop and hook pay, the commodity, uh, the home time, you know, we have to get everything from them because we, we go after finding exactly what they want because that's what they're paying. Got you. Got you. So they, so you basically do a, a intake or a sit down with, with the customer. They'll basically let you know all their criteria, um, mm-hmm. all their hiring criteria, whether it's like I'm certain, um, like what the driver could have on the MVR, so forth yeah. and so on. Mm-hmm. And then you guys have to basically do that match. Make that exactly. match. Yeah. We'll okay. go after exactly what they want. Got you. Talk about like verification process. Um, MVRs, stuff like that. Like, how do you guys do all that to make sure that the driver is actually a fit for these for these customers? Well, I if you know any carrier, whether you're just starting out with one truck, I don't care. It's they need to get a 10th Street account. And if you notice, all of the carriers, like the large carriers, when they're doing these applications, it's a 10th Street application. You see what I'm right. saying? Because right. you can actually see all of this stuff on there. Yeah, it's going to cost you some money. But at the end of the day, I, I think it's only like 500 bucks a month. And that 500 bucks a month can stop you from putting Joe Blow in your truck that that just, um, uh, what, what do you call it? Abandoned a truck last week. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And then you can go through that. You can send verifications of employment through, through that as well. So that that is a must. That's a must. Got you. Do you guys do drug testing and all that? Or does the carrier actually do that <sighs> when they hire? We actually just got a, a carrier uh, last week that just signed the contract. And we got to do drug testing for them. And they okay. need 500 drivers. So oh, we're we'll wow. doing drug testing now. So we'll be setting up our... Uh, drug testing account. And, uh, you know, I never thought we would be doing that, but you know, it's, it's, it's all good. All we have so to do is build a customer. So that, oh, so the customer will pay for it. You don't have to absorb that cost. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's good. So it's really a wash then you don't really have to, you know, take mm-hmm. that, you know, that's, that's, that's not too bad. Um, okay. So you guys do the drug testing, um, PSPs, all that stuff, accidents and everything like that. You guys run all that stuff for them. Honestly, you can do that through um you can do that through 10th Street. You can do okay. that. But our large now we do all that stuff for the smaller carriers because our larger carriers, they run all that stuff themselves anyway. You see mm. what I'm saying? And if we need to assist their head recruiter that we're paired up with to send drivers, if we need to assist them with verifications of employment, like if they're you know running behind, because we like to have an answer uh for the driver, you know, within one to two days, because these drivers can go find a job anywhere. And if you oh, take yeah. them too long, you know, you miss out. And that's what a lot of these carriers don't understand. But we will assist with verifications of employments as well on the larger carrier side. But we do that as far as right now for our small carriers. Okay, cool. So you guys also do freight brokerage as well, correct? Yes. How, how did we transition into that? Was the freight brokerage first or was that, did that come no. after driver recruiting? That came after driver recruiting. The Lord spoke to me. He he hadn't put it on my vision board, so it's coming to life. <laughs> okay. Coming to life. Um, okay. Talk talk to me a little bit about that process. Okay. So um, we we had carriers. You know, we have the carriers. So they're like, hey, do you guys have freight? You know what I mean? So it just kind of kept being thrown in my face. So I'm like, okay, we'll make this a business too. So we are the only CDL driver recruiting agency in the United States that offer freight solutions as well. Mm. So it's it's kind of a and you know when you have a new brokerage, a lot of shippers don't really want to do business with you yet because they you haven't proved yourself, you know. Right. But right. what gets us in the door is that we're not just a typical brokerage. If you need us for driver recruiting too, we can we can hook you up on that too. So that's what gets us in the door. And so I flew out to South Carolina and um did some freight brokerage training. I like to do one on one and I like to get it done if I'm if I'm gonna do it. And so right. now the lady that trained me, she's actually the VP over my freight brokerage department. 
Okay. So, yeah. So that, that that's popping now. Got you. Um, what the what what are your majority of placements? What type of uh, driving jobs? Well, um, no local right now, but we do get local. Um, we have positions for oil field, um, for sand hauling and the pneumatics and the uh the sandboxes. Uh, we have reefer positions. Uh, we have drive in. We don't have any oversized um, right now because that pays pretty good. But I just got a certified for the the women the the women business women in business certification. Yeah. So we're about to start going after these uh, federal and government contracts here shortly. Got you. What type of what type of jobs you find uh, pay the best? Oversized and, and sand hauling and flatbed. Flatbed pays good too. Okay. Okay. Got you. So that, that's, that's, that's where the money's at. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see what I want to do is because people, a lot of people don't understand, like in this trucking game, let's just say you get your first truck, right. And you sign on to, to a sand hauling company, okay, a big company like a Maryfield. Okay. So what a lot of people don't know is what they're, let's just say they're paying $1,200 to your truck each load. You know what I mean? But they're they're really in and then they're taking their 25% out of that because you're running under their authority, you know, but people don't know those loads really pay like three thousand dollars So they're cutting these rates in half and then giving it to the the carriers, the smaller carriers, like the you know, one trucks and stuff like that. And then taking 25% out of what's cut already. You see mm. what I'm saying? So it's not the same. Like these smaller trucking companies are not able to eat out here. Mm. They're not able to eat. And so through my freight brokers, what my dream is and what I'm going to do by willing, I want to give these people good, good rates. You know, Supreme can make the money off of the volume, but I want to be able to help these companies actually eat. Gotcha. So that, that's the reason I started the freight program. A lot of people ain't gonna they they gonna hate me for that, but hey, these people gotta (laughs) eat. You know what I'm saying? They got to. Do 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 you feel? Do you do you think that you'll be able to have success in doing it? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people like enter into the game with that same type of mentality, and then once they actually get into it, I mean, they have to deal with the shippers' rates and all that. Do you feel like you'll be able to actually execute on that? I do. I do. I do. So we're going to get good rates from these shippers and we're going to actually give, you know, smaller trucking companies a chance to really make some money and to really grow. Got you. Got you. All right. Cool. What do you what do you see as your uh, your three to five year plan for Supreme? (sighs) I want a call center building in Dallas. I want one in Charlotte and I want one in uh, Midland, Odessa. And the one in Midland, Odessa, I want that company just that call center building to cater only to the oil field. Got you. So when you say a call center building, what, what what does that exactly mean? What what just the call center is just where the calls will come in? Yeah, and, well, the calls you have will people come in and, and go out, and I want the truck drivers to be able to actually come walk into a Supreme Driver Recruiting building, which will be open on the first, um, and say, "Hey, what what job? I want them to sit down with the recruiting specialist. What jobs do you have available? This is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? This is what I need to feed my family and to survive. These are my terms." And so I want them to be able to come in and have that experience also like face to face. And I want trucking companies to be able to come in, check us out. OK, so this is the center that's helping me keep my truck. Got you. Got yeah. you. And you said you said that this is something that you have in the works. It's opening on the first. Yes, it's opening on the first. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And where is that going to be located? Uh, it's the, our temporary office is going to be in Arlington, Texas. Um, I sat down with the mayor's office on Saturday. So they are actually funding a, a large Supreme Driver recruiting building in Dallas, Texas, that will provide 100 plus more jobs for the community. And so okay. that will be open within six months. So this temporary one will be only open for six months. And then we're going to move to the big, big office in Dallas. Okay, that's interesting. What made the mayor's office want to fund fund that building? Why why did they fund that for you? Is that is that God again? <laughs> God, I'm telling you. Look, God, I'm, I'm telling doing, you, look, doing God, thing. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you, and you gotta pray about stuff because you definitely want God's hand on your on your business. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. But I reached out to 
I reached out to the damn governor, okay? I reached out to the governor, all the councilmen, all the councilwomen at the city of Dallas and the city of Fort Worth, and they got back with me and they wanted to hear more about it because when you talk about creating that many jobs in the community, especially through COVID, you know, that they'll listen to you. And so I sent them a capability statement. I sent them a mini proposal. And I mean, it, it went from there. Got you. So this was like a, a space that they had that was just available in, in a building. And they said, you know, this would be a great place for your center. Like how did how exactly does that oh, work as no, far as no. from a business? Yeah. Explain mm-hmm. that to me. So uh, they are looking to see if they have an existing building, like maybe like an old fire station or something like that that they could hook up. But right now the plan is they're just going to find me a building that that can be leased. Um, for that large amount of space. Um, they're going to pay the lease up for a year or two. Um, they're going to fully furnish it, make sure it is operational. Uh, and then they're going to put uh, money back as well for in a Supreme's account for, for payroll. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And they're also going to be sending all the truck drivers they know to Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Got you. Do, yeah. you. do you know, do you know how many truck drivers there are in, in, in your area? Like, do you know the number of unemployed truck drivers that there, there are? I don't, I don't, but I know a lot of people left the industry because I mean, it, we took a hit, uh, especially the oil hit. field, right? Yeah. And it's just starting now to pick back up just now. But got we took you. a hit during COVID. I mean, we had, you know, trucking companies weren't taking people in orientation because of the COVID. So, I mean, all contracts, everything stops. Got you. So, so your business was impacted as well. Heavily. Mm -hmm. So what did you do to, to pivot during that time when, when, when that happened and you took a hit with all those, you know, the, the, the companies not doing any more recruiting, what did you guys do to, to survive, to maintain? Well, I mean, hey, here here comes the freight brokerage because freight don't stop. You know what I mean? Okay. And, okay. and during that COVID, that gave me that time to focus on the freight brokerage. And so mm. that's how that baby was born. Okay. Okay. Got you. Tay, you still there? Yes, sir. <laughs> how, how, how has, uh, for you, um, in this COVID environment, um, recruiting, how has things changed for you? What what's different? What's what do you see in driver behavior um, in, in this environment? Because now, you know, the the, the ball is kind in the driver's court to a to a degree. Like everybody's looking for drivers, and like you said, a driver could quit one job and move on to the next, right? So, like, how has things changed, and what have you done to make adjustments um, as a recruiter? I think, like I was stating, I just kind of listen at what the driver's looking for, and um, like. Like she stated, really, a lot of people are wanting to do local. They really want to get off from over the road because that's where a lot of chances of the COVID going in in and out of a lot of places, a lot of regions, you know, because, of course, as you know, in certain states, it has spiked more. So a lot of drivers prefer to be home so they can be close to family. I think it has really driven a lot of drivers to be home more. I mean, that's what they're really stressing. I want to get off from over this road. I really want to get off this road. You know, um, a lot of new people that's coming out of trucking schools really don't have a choice, to be quite honest, um, because they're trying to get their feet wet and get as much experience as possible. And I would recommend over the road so they can learn more, learn what's really out there. Um, But a lot of seasoned drivers, they're really ready to be more home. Got you. Got you. What are you what is your guys um, minimum hiring requirements? Do you, you don't take drivers fresh out of school, do you? They have to have some type of experience. We have it depends some. on what client. Um, it, it depends so some on clients client. will take guys right out of school. Yes, mm-hmm. they will. Six months or less. I have placed people with six months or less really have no experience at all. Their mileage, um, you know, per cents per mile, of course, will be low because they're just starting out. But yes, we have opportunity for people that are new. Uh huh. How do you think we attract more drivers to come into the industry? How do we attract more drivers to come into the industry? Um, it depends on if they want to be self-employed. If they don't want to really be dealing with what they have been dealing with, are they really ready for a change of whole scenery? Um, do they really want to be more self-employed? Because some of the um, opportunities are 1099. That means that they're totally over their um, um, taxes, totally over their benefits. So it pulls you out of that corporate environment. 
So do you want to get out of that corporate environment, corporate whole field? Some people is tired of all of that BS, really just being in that corporate environment. And now you have the opportunity to do what you need to do for your family and make what you want to make for your family. And the, the sky's the limit. But when you're at work or at, you know, corporate America, they put a cap on a lot of things. Got you. And let's, What's uh, shout out okay. to uh, the city of Fort Worth, too. So they have partnered with us. Anybody that lives in Fort Worth, Texas, if they make under 16000 annually and they want to do CDL, they want to get the CDL, the city of Fort Worth will pay up to $4,000 for them to do so with any certification. So shout out to the city of Fort Worth. And that is another opportunity to get into the industry. Got you. What what's the lands- landscape um, in in your area as far as uh, drivers? Is it a lot of minorities? Is it a lot of black drivers? Is it was it more? What's the what's like the ratio in in that area? Definitely a lot of a lot of black drivers right now, and it, and it seems we and we do get you know all race all races, but okay. it seems like the the majority are you know black drivers that are unemployed and can't find employment for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you do you think that's just because this is is probably more black drivers and white drivers in your area? Or do you think that there's any other reason behind that? You know, I can't I can't figure it out. Me and Tay was just talking about this last week. Uh, you know, it's 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 like the, the white drivers. You know, they they get employed and they they've been there for a while, but it seems like you know I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. That's interesting. That's 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 probably something to look look deeper into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. That's 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 definitely. And a shout out to all of my female truck drivers. There oh yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. There we... are a lot of female <laughs> truck drivers. Um, um, my 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 uh Latinos, my Hispanic, my Black women, of course, and you know my Caucasian women. I mean, we I I help across the board recruit. I have no, you know, it's not about a sexist thing. If you want a job. We we put you on the job, experience or no experience. So there are, of course, more men in the industry, but it is some women out there running rings around these men. <laughs> <laughs> who who what what are 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 men drivers better or women drivers better? Who 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 makes uh, it better? Now you really now you really <laughs> trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> who, who 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 makes the best drivers, men or women? Go ahead, Tay. Let me let me let me hear it, Tay. What, what what's what's your what, what's your I, thoughts? I, I, you know, I really I really am down the middle, but I will can't be say down the middle. We got to pick a side. We got to pick a side. <laughs> I, I I give a shout out. You know, my women are such hard workers. I think because they know that the industry is more for the men, so we. You know, you got some single mothers out there. Of course, you got married women that are out there. And um, I, I strongly, you know, I, I stick with the women for real because of the simple fact it is a man's industry. That it hands down, but they are carrying the load. Yeah, yeah. What do, what do you what do you say, Ashley? I'm not going to let you off the hook. What do you think? The women or men? Who's who makes a better driver? The women. The women, because they say I'm serious. They're just about, I mean, when we get into a predominant male industry, we have to stand out. And I've had a, a woman driver and she was the best driver that I had. She was yeah. about her business, you know, and she wanted to, to get in, make her money and go home. Yeah. Shout to uh, Sherry Caulfield, man. She's She was a, a, a female driver of mine. She was definitely my best driver See? ever. <laughs> Best. That's why I asked this question. Listen, I, I will go to bat for the women drivers any day. Mm-hmm. Best driver ever. When it came down to punctuality, dependability, um, detail oriented, paperwork, truck clean, making sure the customer was happy. Every, I mean, just crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's, man. I mean, yep. she she was awesome, man. That was my favorite driver ever. I wish I, I always told her, I said, I wish I could just you know, replicate you like a hundred right. times. No, right? Yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and I would be good, but unfortunately that's just impossible. You know what I mean? If I could just right. make a, a Sherry clone, but yeah, I got to give it up to y'all. I'm with y'all. Y'all not alone on this. I'm going to say the women are definitely <laughs> better drivers all around all, you know, when it comes to checking all the boxes, women do make better drivers. So the men are going to be mad at me for that, but it is what it is. I'm going to stand behind my, stand behind it. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, so listen, we're going to start bringing the show to a close. It's, it's been really dope. Is there anything else that you guys want to add or put out there that the people need to know about what you guys are doing out there in Dallas? I'm going to say this 
anybody that's, you know, interested in work from home jobs, you know, let us let us know because it is definitely a lot of money to be made. Tay don't like to talk about her money, baby, but it is definitely a lot of money to be made in the industry. And you're doing you're, you're serving a good cause. You're helping people feed their families, you know, and, and get employment. So definitely get at us. Supreme Driver Recruiting and Freight Brokerage. If you need, you know, some extra income, we got you. Dope, dope, dope. Tay, you want to you, you wanna end off with anything? Yeah, I just want to say that, you know, um, you know, Ashley knows how much I am about putting my business out there. But um, in a month's time, in a month's time, seriously, um, 10,000 easily um, making, you know, getting drivers jobs. And I have passion with it. It's, you know, I don't do it because I hold on, hold, hold on, Tay, hold, hold on, Tay, you, hold on. You said in a month's time you made 10,000 recruiting drivers in yeah. bands. I wouldn't gonna put that out there. Oh, you you see, see now, now you know what? Listen, listen, listen. I don't want to get. I didn't want to get into your financial <laughs> business, but since you put it out there, since yeah. you put it out there, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tay. A- as a business, this is an opportunity, guys, to to be an actual headhunter or be an actual driver recruiter, right? So Tay just said in a month's time, ten thousand dollars easily. easily. Yeah, easily. And that's on, that's on a, that's on a long. slow month. That's on a slow month. Yeah. That's a slow That's month. Right. So, so, so yeah. break it down. Give us an idea how much these companies will pay you for a driver. See, we told you it just depends. So, fifteen to to five k is what we're on. Okay, fifteen to five k per driver, and 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 like you said, ten ten k easily. Yeah, y'all easily. heard it. Yeah, <laughs> easily. Yeah, I heard it. Um, and, you know, if you have that, lib- you have that liberty, you know, to be at home, to work, you know, from home. And with the COVID, obviously, that's clearly what you're looking at. Um, you know, you want to be at home more to be safe, to be in your environment. Um, but it's just all about, you know, it, 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 you have to be driven. I'm not saying it, right. comes, it doesn't come with a price. Please understand that it comes with a price. Um, like she stated, my phone rings all the time. So, you know, but I'm, I do my due diligence. I make sure I answer. I make sure I communicate to my drivers. I make sure I communicate and cater to my clients. I mean, that's who feeds me, you know. So I have to make sure that I'm hands on as much as possible. I'm not in their face, but the phone is my in face, you know. So, um, you know, if you have that passion, I, I can't stress that you got to have that passion. I'm not just doing it for the money, but it makes me feel good when I lay down. I've helped someone right. bring some money into their home to help them with their livelihood, to help them feed their children, whether it be single dad, single mom, um, you know, and to be able to actually have something because I know clearly anyone listening knows who wants to live from check to check. You know, and we want to be more than just living from check to check. And with what's going on in the world, we don't know who's going to win, who's not going to win, you know. <laughs> but this right here, you will win. You will win with Supreme Driver. You will win because we have <laughs> some thing, you know, things set in place. We have, you know, a purpose. We have passion. And also, we, we you know, we have integrity and character with what we do. We're not just throwing somebody in a truck. We're not just throwing somebody right. out there. And saying, hey, I got you a job. No, we're doing it with due diligence. We're doing it with integrity. We're doing it with character. And we're making sure they are a good fit. So if you're looking for that extra income, and sometimes this is the income you need to survive. Um, With corporate America, we don't know what's going on. If your doors are going to be open today or if payroll can't pay tomorrow. But these truckers will be rolling. And this is a good industry to be in. Um, I am a single mom and I actually have a three year old. So I have to look out for my household and make sure, Okay, then is this something that I want to do? And with my passion and with my purpose that I see, God has definitely put over me. And I have a people personality. You can't be automotive, you know, auto robotic and talking to someone. You have to have that passion so they can relate to you. that's what I would really say. You know, this truly, clearly is a good industry to be in, trucking, transportation. Yeah. Got you. Are, are you guys hiring hiring recruiters? We are. We are. Um, <clears throat> I'm doing a, a massive hire right now for the rest of the month because the team that that is going to be virtual, that's, that's going to be it. You know, once these buildings, once these uh, this cost center building opens on the first, the temporary building, 
that's that's going to be it for hiring from work from home. You see what I'm saying? So I will have a virtual side and then also brick and mortar side. Okay, dope, dope, dope. I love it. All right, so let's close up, guys. I want to get the um the 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 final thought from you guys, and basically what it is is just anything you want to say spiritually. You want to give somebody some encouragement, just just some final words to close out the show. Ashley, we'll start with you, and then Tay will give it to you, and then we'll close out and get out of here. Good, Ashley. All oh, right. and then also after that, make sure you let everybody know where they can connect with Supreme Driver Recruiting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, final thoughts, man, it's scary to get out there, man. It's scary. Okay. I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say it's not scary. And I hadn't pulled a couple of braids down from time to time, but just pray about it. Seek God for your answers and go after your dreams. You know what I'm saying? How many, how many more success stories you have to come across to create your own? You dig what I'm saying? Get get out there and, and follow and follow your dreams. So that that's my last, that's my final part. You can connect with us uh, on Facebook, Supreme Driver Recruiting and Freight Brokers. You can hit us up on Instagram. Go to uh, the website, contact at SupremeDriverRecruiting.com if you need a driver. Uh, Click the tab under the uh, I need a qualified driver. Put in your information. Um, if you are a driver, click the I am a qualified driver tab and a recruiting specialist will get at you guys and we'll get you back rolling. Dope. I love it. Tay, close us out. I just encourage, you know, all those that are listening that um, if you actually uh, have a purpose and you want to start something new, step out by faith. That's what Peter did. He didn't step out um, on his word, but he stepped out on God's word. God, Jesus told him to come. And that's what he did. He stepped out on that one word and he stepped out the boat. And regardless of what waves came, regardless of what came, he only got distracted when things started coming at him. And you may have things coming at you, but just keep your eyes on Jesus. And if God is putting that in your heart, putting that passion in you, make sure you follow him and stay on his word. If you stay on his word, you won't sink. And I promise you, you will make it. And I always say this, make sure if you ain't turning, you ain't earning. So if you're out there and you're a truck driver, you want them tires turning so you can stay earning. Get with Supreme Driver. We'll keep you turning. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Tay took us to church real quick. No better way to end it. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. I really appreciate it. You guys gave a lot of information, a lot of dope value. Listen, everybody, make sure you connect with Ashley and Tay at Supreme Driver Recruiting. They're out there doing their thing in the DFW. Shout to all my other hustle fam in the DFW. Uh, Love y'all, man. Listen, Tay, Ashley, we out. We out. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.